Welcome to the Red Shoe Realty Podcast. My name is Stacey Sappington. I'm the broker owner of Red Shoe Realty. And this brokerage and this podcast are built for the agent to give you the tools you need to be successful in this business. Now, you also may be hearing this in the training program. No matter where you're listening from, welcome. And as you know, I always invite in the experts to give us what we need. And today, I'm super excited because Sally Redmond is not only a lender, an excellent lender, but she's a dear friend. So welcome, Sally. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, friends first, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. It, you know, it's I feel so blessed in this business because we do become friends. You know, we work together. We work through problems together. And before I let you introduce yourself, I just want to tell this story Sally and I had coffee, I don't know what, probably two years ago when this particular conversation happened. And as always, you asked me, what can I do for you? What do you need? And what is your biggest struggle? And, um, and I, I value our friendship so much for that. Um, but I told you, my biggest struggle is my CRM. Like I, I know people, but I don't actually have a CRM. And that's the topic of today's podcast and training is the CRM and why it is so important and what the heck do you do and Sally is the one that answered that question for me that day I was struggling with that and she gave me the answer so here she is to give you guys the answer too but before we dive in Sally tell us about you um, okay, so my name is Sally Redman, and I've been in the business a little over 16 years, and right now I am currently helping a new American funding as an area manager to kind of grow our footprint in the state of Texas, and so that's exciting, um, but yeah, that's all about me. <laughs> Very exciting. Well, let's just jump right in. The CRM, this is the golden nugget, y'all. Yeah. So Sally, so take it away. I think um, I remember when we were kind of chatting and you were telling me about your struggle. I heard this a while back. I don't know who I didn't come up with it. Someone else did, but I'm going to quote it. And it, um, that person said that the CRM that works is the one that you work. So I think it's super important to choose one, just choose one. Um, and if you decide not to choose one, at least break out a, an Excel spreadsheet and start there. <laughs> so for those that don't know what a CRM is, it's basically a customer relations management um, place. So it's what, where all of your contacts are, uh, names, phone numbers, emails, and all that fun stuff. Um, why is it important? Because that is honestly the foundation of your business and it keeps people in the business long-term as you continue to build and grow your relationships. So I think one of the nuggets um, that I think is su super important is really just people don't know where to start. Like I know what a CRM is, I know what a database is, but where in the heck do I start? Yeah. So I think um, where I kind of push people in the direction of starting with a list of 50 to 100 people. So there's a study done in a book, and I can't remember which one because I read so much, but they did a study <laughs> on um, each, they um, surveyed a, a wedding planner, um, graduation planner, and a funeral director, and they surveyed them and kind of found out the average number of people that attend those life events um, is about 50, kind of an average of 50. So um, I hear a lot of, well, I don't know who to put on the list. I don't know, 
in that many people, like who, where do I start and what do I do? And, and what I want you to just hone in on and think about is those big life events, those people that would come to your wedding, to your funeral, hopefully, <laughs> um, to, you know, a, a child's graduation, just those really important moments in your life. Start there. Um, start with 50 to 100 people. Um, don't overthink it. Just sit down and just start writing names down. Don't think about, are they going to want to buy a house from me? Do they need to move today? Am I going to help them with this? Am I going to help with that? Don't think about the details yet. We're just going to start a list. And so um, starting with a list of 50 to 100, that's where you start. Um, I would ask you, Stacy, like, where did you start um, your database? Did you just, did you start with the list? I had zero in my database, but I knew all these people. And so I went straight to my phone and just started scrolling. Yep. And Facebook, my phone and Facebook, that's where my people, that's where they are. Absolutely. So those two places are actual databases where they're holding information. The difference between your phone and Facebook that's holding the contacts um, and a CRM is what you can actually do in a CRM in the communication contact that is kind of hands off. Um, because I do think that sometimes people get overwhelmed with how do I run the CRM or what do I do through it or I don't know what to do. Um, so sticking first and foremost with the list and continue to create that list. Um, if you get a, a block, a mental block on you know, people and you've only gotten to 10, <laughs> explore your phone, explore um, Facebook, explore your friend's parents, your hairdresser, your people that you do business with that you go and give them business, um, your eye doctor, your medical doctor, whoever it might be, just start adding names to your database. Um, the next step after you've kind of completed that initial list is, um, Let's see, what do I want to hone in on? Um, what do you want to send them? How do you want to contact them? Um, the easiest way to kind of figure out what you want to do is a touch base one way or another. I hear a lot of, well, I'm putting people on my list, but I haven't really talked to them in like two or three years. That's kind of awkward and odd. Well, if you have them on Facebook, then it's just a simple, hey, how's it going? Or like on their post and then start the engagement. Um, and then at that point, you can, you know, send them an email, send them a video text, send them a voice text, whatever you can to start and re-engage that conversation. And again, we are not talking real estate. We are not talking mortgage. We are just touching base with people because we want to reconnect and engage, but we also want them, eventually the conversation will come up. What are you doing? What do you do? And that's your um, open door and green light to start talking about your business because yes, it feels awkward. Hey, I'm in real estate or I'm doing, I'm doing mortgages. Do you need to refinance? Do you need to sell your house? Those kinds of things. That's not mm -hmm. really where you want to start. And I think that holds people back from yeah. starting to contact um, their database one by one. So do you have any suggestions on anything that you've done? Um, that is so true. So, so true. And I'm glad that you said video message because that is my favorite. Video is my favorite thing because they get all of our communication, the body language and everything. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, right on. Yeah. Yeah. So what's one thing that you've done to re-engage? Do you have uh, 
maybe a testimony of anyone that you've re-engaged that you hadn't maybe chatted with for a while, but. Yeah, I'll tell you a story whenever COVID happened and everyone was like, what, what do we do? I just started sending video messages to everybody that was in my database. Hey, just checking on you. How are you guys doing? You know, just like you said, personal touch base. And yeah, I reconnected with a lot of people that I hadn't connected to in a while. Yep. I love it. I love it. So yeah. I think one of the things we have to remember is mind share. And what I mean by that is if they remember that you're an agent when they need an agent, that is key. And that is kind yeah. of the reason behind the database is making sure that people know what you do. Someone also said, you know, don't be a secret agent where people don't know um, what you do. So if you were to ask five people in your circle, what does Stacy do? Would they know what you do based on maybe your Facebook, kind of what you talk about and different things like that. So that's something that I think is just, you know, super important is putting yourself out there. Don't be afraid. It's your business. And like I said, if people, those people would attend your, you know, life events, it's okay to ask the question, um, you know, if you know anybody um, kind of thing. Now, I think shifting even to those that are people we don't know or are kind of just acquaintances um, that we're adding to our database. Um, What I would say there is if you need to fill your database, you don't have all of the 50 number, the people on in your database or the hundred is start really thinking outside the box. Like I mentioned, you know, your hairdresser and um, different things like that. People you might meet um, out and about when you're prospecting or if you're hosting an open house, if you are, um, hosting an event, you know, just gathering names, ways that you're going to gather names, um, community events, having a table at different place, collecting information and what to do with that database is really just send out items of value, um, Mm -hmm. sharing stuff about homes. Um, do you have a newsletter? Um, that's something that is something to think about. Yeah, that's on my to-do list. I want to do a video newsletter. That's perfect. Is my goal. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, some people um, don't always do video. (laughs) People hate it. People hate it. Yes. It's, it's, I think it's, for me, it's just as scary as um, presenting, you know, just being the presenter of something. That's just me. Um, I have to do it, kind of force myself to do it, but it's it's hard. I have to mentally prepare for that. What else, um, touching base on database, um, let's see. Oh, Ooh, um, another so- thing that I love to do too with those people is after I call them is write them a handwritten note. And that yes. it just seems to double the intensity of the connection, you know, because people just don't receive handwritten notes anymore. So I call it the one-two punch, but very, love very- it successful. Yeah. I think that helps too, when you haven't, um, connected with someone in a while is potentially allowing that first piece of contact to be a handwritten note. And then you kind of have a reason to call, um, a week later just to ask, Hey, I sent something to you in the mail. Just want to check in, make sure you received it and then start the conversation. Um, you know, make it genuine. Of course. Um, sometimes, the conversation may not end in business or it may not even go in that direction, but you never know. Sometimes you may contact somebody that just needs to hear 
from someone in the moment. So we are in the yeah. people business. So just kind of touching base with people is really something mm -hmm. that we want to do. Um, I think uh, data that's entered into your database that's important too are like birthdays or names of pets, names of children, um, places they went to school, uh, where they grew up. Just having those data points too, yeah. to be able to have conversation or even a personal touch in writing a handwritten note if their daughter's into soccer and your card is a soccer ball. I mean, it's just it's super thoughtful and just, I don't know, it's just extra, it's like the cherry on top of, of what yeah. you're doing. So, yeah. Yeah, very cool. And, and, you know, I also, I like to add a PS in my handwritten mm. note too. And hey, if you hear of anyone who needs a realtor, I would be honored if you send them my way. And so I don't bring up real estate on the phone call or even in the handwritten note, but the PS. And at that point, it's so personal and it's such a strong touch mm -hmm. that it doesn't feel salesy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's key. I think that's key is not, don't do anything that's out of your... Let me rephrase that because I do want you to do things that are out of your comfort zone. I do, but do things that are natural to you versus right. having a forced, I have to follow this, you know, box thing that someone said needs to be done. Tailor mm -hmm. everything that you learn in coaching and in anything, just tailor it to who you are, take, pick and choose, but definitely do something, get into motion yeah. and, and action and do something but def definitely make it yours um, and something that you're comfortable with because consistency is going to be key. And if it's not something that you're, if it's something you're having to struggle to do, you're just not going to do it. And it's not going to bring right. you the success it can. Um, if you try to be somebody else, be you. Right. <laughs> that is a really, really good point. And I'm glad you said that. And, and especially as new agents, I think that a lot of times new agents feel like, well, if I'm going to call somebody then I've got to have all of my numbers together and ready to talk about the market, know what I'm talking about and, and not feel like they're ready for that kind of in-depth real estate conversation. But those conversations usually don't happen on the, hey, how's it going? You know, and so when someone says, well, how is the real estate market? Oh, it's fantastic. If you ever want to talk about it in depth, let's plan some time to sit down and talk about it. And I'll give you some comps or, or whatever, but you don't have to be fully prepared with all of the, the details in order to make these calls. In fact, the less business, the better. I think that's where the, the personal connection is. Yeah, absolutely. And one, you don't want to give them all the information at once because you want to definitely have multiple conversations. But I think it's also important as a new person is, or even as a seasoned person, honestly, at any point in time is just to be okay with saying, I don't know, or let me get back to you on that. That's a great question. Um, I know enough to be dangerous, but let me make sure and confirm all of the information before I give you a, a straight on answer in that direction. So yeah. I just think being okay with saying, I don't know, because we don't know everything. Hey, I, I learn something new every single day in my industry, even on the real yeah, estate too. side too. It's like, I've been too. doing you this this long everything. and I still don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't ever reach that point where you know everything because every deal is different. So yeah. 
Absolutely. And people respect that too. When you say, I'm not sure, but I'm going to get back to you. And then you go and get the answer. And then you, you know, people respect that. At least I do. Yeah. And again, another reason to call back. So another touch, Yeah, you know, and something else might come up at that point. And, you know, it's just, it's okay to not know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So true. So true. Okay, so we've got our list and we've got them into some sort of database and we're making these touches. How often do you think we should be touching the people in our database? Personally, I think you should be touching them two to three times a week. And that sounds like a lot, but what you want, but you're not going to touch them in the exact same way every single week. And that's why a database is important because it may not be a call that week. It may be a text, it may be a video text, it may be a voice text, it may be an email, um, it may be a uh, just a you know ping on their Facebook, love your picture, whatever it might be. But mm-hmm. I think we need to think of contact, the contact that we make with our clients as more touches than we do actual phone calls. Cause I think people right. get caught up in who's gonna call somebody three times a week. Like that's kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, but if you think about going to those 50 people's Facebook pages and commenting on their photo as a touch, then it's re- that's really not that much. And that links us with the, the algorithm. And so that way they see our stuff. Yep. So it, it's a it's yep. a double, double. Yeah, or PM uh, them or if they like your picture, you can PM them and say, hey, I appreciate you liking my picture. Even if they didn't comment, it's just getting in there to get the algorithms happening and going to if social media is kind of the you know where you want to be but you definitely want to try to touch in two or three different ways not just the same way every single time Um, ultimately you want to get to a phone call I think that's like you win the prize if you're able to get on the phone and just have a conversation Uh, because the other stuff honestly it's the easy stuff it's like just the you know, it doesn't require a whole lot of effort other than just sending whatever it is you're going to send. So, yeah, but yeah, I do think two to three times a week in some form or fashion, um, if you have content, um, that you have created, um, to do an email blast of some sort, um, whether it's just suggestions or, um, tips and tricks or different things like that. Um, I think it's important if you're going to start a campaign of, of some sort um, that you plan it out, that you take a day um, where three or four hours of your day are just content creation, no matter what it is, whether it's emails or, you know, posting on Facebook or whatever it might be, but just being super intentional with that because you will run out of ideas. It's harder to, at the very beginning of the day, really sit there and think about what you're going to post for me, I I've done that. And I do that on occasion. It's like, this is just too hard. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't have anything interesting yeah. to say, you know? So it's, it's one of those things you kind of have to juggle, but it's important to probably set aside a day, which goes into, uh, planning a week, you know, um, what do you want to do every day of your week? If Mondays are your touch base days, whether it's just, okay, today I'm going to touch on 10 people and that's my goal. 10 every day, you've touched your 50 by the end of the week, not including weekends in some form or fashion, Um, but just definitely having an action plan put in place on what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, um, and then just go for it um, and tweak it along the way. 
give it a try yeah. for 30 days, whatever it's going to be. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, and you want to tweak, I guarantee you it's going to work. It's going to work in one way or another. It's going to work. And, you know, you just have to tweak from that point on and you'll see the results if you put in the, if you put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the biggest roadblocks for me was I know so many people. I mean, if you look at my Facebook and my LinkedIn, I have 3000 contacts in my phone. So mm -hmm. in my mind, I was like, this C is way too big. How am I ever <laughs> going to manage this? You know, mm -hmm. but in reality, it's 50 to 100 people. That is, that's, I love that. Who are the people that are coming to your birthday party? Who are the people that are coming to your funeral? Which is an awful thought, but we're all, that's all that's going to happen to all of us. Yes. And that helps so much narrow down the sea of people to our little inner circle. Yep. And you're going to constantly be putting people in and taking, potentially taking people out if, you know, if they say, don't ever call me again, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, which if they're your close, your closer circle, um, that may not happen, but you're definitely, it's, it's ebb and flow in the, in the database where, you know, you set the standard. If I've reached out to somebody X number of times, and I haven't been able to get them to engage in some sort of response in a thank you or anything um then you you know you want to reconsider but keeping right. that list of 50 to 100 is super manageable mm -hmm. and then if you start getting bigger outside of that it's really going to be more of an automated type of a database yeah. um, but your constant calls and your true connections um, that you're wanting to make are the ones that are actually interacting with you that you're actually getting somewhere with the rest of them. Eventually they may come around. They may receive an email from you and they're like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about yeah. you. And I know it's been a year, but I saw your email and they right. call you. So you never delete them. I, I don't delete them out of your database. You just kind of, maybe they're a C, you know, you're ABC, Maybe there's, they went from an A to a C because they hadn't mm -hmm. responded. And then you're just kind of moving, moving that. But I think it's important too, to remember that um, we're in a people business and people get busy. Life happens to a lot of people. Different things happen. I mean, heck, we've just been through some craziness over the past couple of years. Yeah. Things happen, right? So it's not necessarily um, even that it's that they're not interested or that they don't want to engage with you. They may have something happening in life. But when that thing passes, then maybe they'll re begin to re-engage. So just staying in front of people is just, I can't bring that home enough. Yeah, know? yeah, for sure. And, you know, another thought that came to me, one of the things that got me tripped up was which CRM should I get? Because let me tell you, if you Google CRM for real estate, <laughs> you're going to get a list and then <laughs> you're going to do the deep dive into the rabbit hole of researching CRMs. Um, I'll, I'm going to make this real easy. If you want something free, I would set up a Google form. That, so it's a link that you can just send to someone and you get to create it. So what do you want to know? Name, phone number, email, address, birthday, whatever. Um, and then that goes into a Google sheet. Or if you're willing to pay for something, I would choose Lion's Desk. It's the one that I chose for two reasons. One, it does send text messages and two, it uses video and you can send video and email or text message, which 
I love video. So those would be my suggestions and I always give a free option and a Google form, Google anything is beautiful. The Google form would work really, really well for that. Yep. And that's honestly, Lion's Disc is the one that I hear the most often. It's more of a real estate database. And yeah, it's when I ask agents, like what CRM do you use? Mm -hmm. That's the one that comes up the most often for those two features. And that's, you know, when we talk about send somebody a text, again, it doesn't mean that you have to physically go through and send 50 texts. It's a set it and forget it type of a situation where you go in and a text goes out at a certain time to a certain number of people, you know, and again, it goes back to, I have people say, well, where's the personal touch? Well, that's where you come in, right? So even if you are sending the the mass texts um, that come in and go to each individual, if that's all you're sending, then you're basically just a robot. Um, but if you're doing that as a part of your touch, touch point, then the personal is already intertwined in all of it and you can get a better result that way. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that's why I love video so much because, you know, when you, when you send just words, whether it's a text message or an email, that's 7% of the communication, just the words. And then when you add on the tone of voice, so if it's a phone call, then you get 45%. But 55% of the communication comes from our body language, our demeanor, our facial expressions, especially my face. My face will tell you 100% of what I am thinking. I think that's why I'm scared of video. It's like, I'm trying to figure out where to put my hand and am I open, close? Yes, I have that problem with the photographer. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it truly does give a hundred percent of the communication. So I'm I'll be honest with you, I don't like calling people. I just don't. And I actually don't really like it when people call me either. <laughs> but <laughs> but if I send a video. That's just kidding. Just kidding. But you know what I mean? If you're not expecting a call from, from whoever, and they call you out of the blue and you're like, Oh, I can't talk right now. You know, it's just awkward. Right. But if you record a video of yourself and send it, it's so valuable. It's just really, people just really, they feel like they've seen you recently, even if they haven't. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened after those videos that I sent during COVID people started telling me, I feel like I, I feel like I've just seen you recently, but it was because of the videos. Yeah. So yeah. So, so powerful. And, and using that with the CRM, this small number of people that we can really and truly manage and nurture those relationships. That's mm-hmm. key. Can't nurture relationships with 3000 people. No, no. And your database will grow um, once you start closing business. So for your seasoned agent who has closed, even if you've only closed one, that is your client for life um, and continuing to stay in front of that person for check-in, you know, it's it's a constant um, reach out to them one way or another. So they don't forget about you, but that you're constantly checking in on their anniversary of their purchase of their home. If you've gotten you more than likely have gotten to know them throughout the transaction. So, you know, if they have pets and you know, when birthdays are happening and you have that, you know, form completed, or you have that information tied to their information within your database, 
that you can use as touches. So it yeah. starts to get easier as you start closing transactions as well. Um, and it kind of shifts the direction of the people that you're touching. That 50 yeah. kind of cycles through, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Okay, anything else that we need to, to put on top of that? I don't know. I think that's it. I think, I think that's a lot. I think yeah, just the reminder, just the reminder that the CRM that works is the one that you work. <laughs> yeah. So don't get caught up in researching which one, just make a decision. Do I want the free version? Do I want a paid version? And just go. Yes. That's it. Yes. Awesome. Well, Sally, thank you so much for being here with me. It truly is an honor to be able to do business with friends and yes. guys reach out to her. Here's her phone number and her email. Reach out to her. She has helped me so much with struggles that I've had in my own business. I know that she'll do the same for you. And again, Sally, thank you for being here and we'll see you next time. Thanks for having me. Of course.